say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Beyond the Horizon. So first things first. When we were talking about Gabby and Brian yesterday, I figured that there really wouldn't be much more to get to. But of course, in this crazy ass circus environment that this case has become, I was wrong. And there definitely is more to get to. In fact, there were more than a handful of headlines today. So as long as there's going to be a few stories to talk about, I'll make sure that we pop in and we keep these updates going. But we're going to pare them down, right? Yesterday when we were talking, I said I didn't see a need for two of them, and we'd go by how much news there was, and that's how we would update it. But... I've received a bunch of emails from listeners, and it seems like you folks want at least one of these updates a day, so until you stop downloading it, or until you start sending me emails telling me to shut my app about it, I guess we'll keep doing the updates. You know, at the end of the day, I want to produce content that resonates with you, that you find useful, and that you find enjoyable. So if this is a topic that you folks still want to talk about, then I am more than willing to continue the discussion. I just didn't want to, you know, rehash things or make the topic stale or you folks get bored with it, right? So, hey, look, if if this is a topic that a lot of you want to continue talking about, and obviously it is from the emails I received, then we're going to keep it rolling. So we'll do the one update at least a day. And then if there's more breaking news at some point after our update, we'll play it by ear. But... At least through Monday through Friday, we'll do these updates and keep things, you know, moving towards uh, hopefully some kind of resolution, at least as far as the public's ever going to get. Because the whole situation still remains weird to me. And while it's more than likely that those remains are Brian's, you know, you are in an area that's swampy, it was underwater, and, you know thing that there could be somebody else's remains who knows right chances are they are brian's i would say the very good chances that those remains are brian's in the probably 90 you know nine percent uh percentile but until we know for sure we'll have to you know keep an open mind And that is the approach I have taken throughout this whole thing. I have remained agnostic to any of this, you know, these theories. The only thing, things that I was certain of are two things. One, if he was in that swamp, he was dead. 
And two, if he wasn't in that swamp, dude was on the run somewhere. (laughs) And, you know, you don't got to be a rocket scientist to come up with either of those scenarios. But besides that, I've been agnostic about everything. You know, of course, we've had the silliness, the flower bed, and you going to Mexico, going to the Bahamas. None of that was logical or hit home for me, at least. So it really left only two scenarios. One, he is in that swamp and he is dead. Or two, he was hitting the bricks and he was on the run somewhere. So that's why we explored both of those possibilities so much and why we stayed on that path. I didn't want to get, you know, uh, uh, off the tracks talking about crazy conspiracy theories that I personally think are ridiculous. Now, again, just because I think something is ridiculous doesn't mean that it definitely is. Maybe I'm just ignorant and I don't know. But one thing I have learned in the past three years covering very, very volatile subjects such as Jeffrey Epstein is you want to stay as close to the story as possible and not, you know, jump down a bunch of rabbit holes and, you know, get yourself crazy and throw yourself off course. And especially if you're creating content, the idea here for me anyway, is and was to try and create some context around all of this, some clarity in the muck so that we can try and get a better idea of what's going on. So, that is the pattern we have followed the since the beginning, since September 16th, here on the podcast, talking about Gabby and Brian. And as we continue talking about it, that's the way we're going to continue to go. Now again, I'm not saying that conspiracy theory A, B, C, or D is wrong about whatever subject, because I don't know. But I'm saying personally, for me, what you can count on on the podcast here is the things that I discuss, I'll provide a source for that. And then obviously, you know, it's a commentary show. You're not going to always agree with what I say, and that's okay. But when it comes down to getting off track and and talking about wild stuff like Bigfoot or, you know, a a 75-foot alligator gar ate him or something. I'll I'll leave that to other people. Obviously, the folks that have found this podcast want something more, something a bit more, I don't know, based in reality, should we say? And that is what I hope we've been able to provide throughout this whole entire sick, sordid situation. Because remember, let's keep in mind that while Brian's remains might have been found, the grieving and the suffering for Gabby's family is just beginning. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, showing empathy for the laundries. And I get it. I said it yesterday yesterday on the show. Losing a child must be brutal. But at the same time, you, I'm certainly not going to let them off the hook for their despicable moral be or immoral behavior, I should say. Now, again, that doesn't make them guilty of a crime, folks, right? I'm just talking about from a personal perspective. And as far as his family goes, and as far as the, the mom and dad go, as gross as a lot of people find them, and as disgusted as people are with their 
silence. They still lost their kid, right? So, you know, the human in you wants to say, damn, that sucks. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that the criticism ends there. Because remember, your kid is the cause for all of this misery. And he was at your house and you could have stopped all of this. But you let him go on his hike. Should have called that lawyer, lawyered him up, and made him deal with whatever the consequences were. At least your son would be alive. You'd be able to mail him some, I don't know, uh, uh, melon ball uh, treats to, to the jail cell. But no. And this is the result. So while I have empathy for them, I don't feel sorry for them. And when I say empathy, that's just a, a basic human emotion, right? I don't, I, I, maybe it's I'm getting old and soft, but anytime people lose children or family members, it's it sucks. As somebody who has been through it, losing people close to me, it's just br- a brutal situation. But at the end of the day, for me anyway, when I look at his parents, they could have stopped him from going to that reserve. Gabby's parents didn't have that chance, right? They didn't have the chance for that one last goodbye. So, while I have basic human empathy for them, I do not have any sympathy for them. And I think that as this moves forward and more information comes to light about, you know, his parents, what his parents knew, what they didn't know, I think that we'll see, you know, more of the story get built. And again, like I've said from the beginning, it's not about what we th- we we th- know, it's about what we can prove. And unfortunately, there's nothing in my opinion anyway that's criminally provable against his parents. Now as far as the court of public opinion, guilty, don't even bother with it. You don't even need the jury. It's spoken. They're condemnable gross people. So Let's jump into today's topics. Now, the first topic. Human remains found in Florida Park during the Brian Laundry search from the insider. Um, the, human, uh, the human remains were discovered, obviously, at the preserve. Um, I'm hearing a piece of a skull bone. Uh, you know, not much, right? There's not much of remains here. Um, there, the, the family obviously is waiting on DNA, but according to them, they say they're not convinced that the remains belong to their son, but they believe there's a strong chance that the remains are his, Bertolino said, whatever that means. So I'm guessing that these are his remains, right folks? Guessing that that is the case, but what sort of remains are we talking here? Now, again, I have heard some um, talk about like uh, it being a skeleton, but that's that's just rumor, right? Just a, a piece of a, a lower a, a lower uh, cranium, like a piece of a um, a skull. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But according to this article um, by the Daily Mail. That's what it says. The headline is uh, um, found a uh, piece of a bone and it was a, a skull bone. So I guess we'll have to see what 
comes of all of this, right? When we actually get some confirmation one way or the other um, from the actual authorities. Now, the all of this information about the piece of the kind of bone it could be, that's all um, from leaks from people who are well-placed in the investigation, blah, 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 blah. So that's where they're getting this information from, from uh, their leaks within in the um, law enforcement. And NBC cites multiple law enforcement sources who said that the remains included a partial human skull. It is unclear how long they take days to identify. Now, my first reaction is, because I don't know shit about how long it takes for someone to decompose, is how long, I mean, isn't that quick? But then you do a little bit of research and you find out that in the environment that he was in, the water, the weather, the bacteria, the animals, that that is right within the the frame of time that it would take for the skull to lose all, not to be gross, to lose the skin and, you know, muscle and all of that. So it definitely fits within the time frame that it could be, you know, his and more than likely is. Now we can't say for sure until they confirm it, right? But I'm just talking about the general process of decomposition for anybody. And my, my, like I said, my first reaction was, isn't that a short period of time? for this to be just a skull with nothing on it. But again, I don't know shit about any of that, right? That's just my first reaction. And then you do a little bit of research and you check some medical journals and stuff like that. And yeah, it's very possible, folks, for him to decompose that quickly in that environment and for there just to be the remains of this skull. Now, we can get into how it's a partial piece of skull, I guess, alligator, bear, who knows? Maybe one of these uh, yahoos down in Florida that was driving those uh, dune buggies around inside of the uh, reserve ran ran him over while he was dead already. Who knows? But according to NBC and the law enforcement sources that they have, these remains included a partial human skull. So kind of vague, and obviously we'll update it with more context and more clarity when that is provided by the authority. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, on to our next headline, which has to do with uh, Tortellini Breath and his clarification and explanation that there's no discrepancy between the FBI and the parents on the missing timeline. So this has always been one of those weird situations, right? the timeline of when Brian, quote-unquote, went missing. We haven't had anything to really confirm these timelines. The the police, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to get into it about how they absolutely screwed the pooch, how they missed everything in the beginning, how they let this dude scoot scoot away. Oh, wait, I said I wasn't going to get into that. Anyway, the point is, Bertolini is saying that 
There was no discrepancy between the FBI and the laundries. So basically, the NPPD is getting left holding the bag here. And they're the ones being looked at like, you guys are absolutely terrible at your jobs. And not for nothing, it was rather apparent from the beginning that the uh, NPPD well, might as well have been Reno 911. So, let's jump into this article here from Fox News, and uh, let's see what sort of quotes we got here from uh, Bertolini, Bertolino. Bertolino spoke with Fox Digital by phone Thursday, and he explained that he personally notified the FBI immediately that Brian never returned home from his hike of uh, the environmental park on September 13th. He goes on to say, We notified the FBI that night or the next morning that Brian didn't come home from his hike. So the FBI was aware that Brian didn't come home from day one, Bertolino explained, emphasizing there are no discrepancies from the communications with the FBI. You notice how he just states there's no discrepancies from that communication with the FBI. He didn't say anything about the Northport Police Department. Now remember... On September 16th, um, Todd Garrison, who is the chief of the Northport Police Department, was asked if he knew where Laundry was at that moment, and he responded yes. So those are just the cold hard facts of this, okay? The Northport Police Department, they fucked up. Excuse my language, but it's worth it here. They, they messed up here, folks, okay? And there's apologists, you know, running around, the weirdos, the back the blue at all cost type people, again, Absolutes are a bad thing, folks. But it's obvious to anyone who's looking at this through a clear lens that Northport police really F things up. But during Thursday's interview uh, with Fox News Digital, Bertolino explained the confusion in Garrison's defense. There was never any communication between myself and law enforcement in the next three days. They never asked me, and I never informed them that Brian didn't come home, Bertolino explained, adding, Northport Police Department was under the assumption that Brian was home. Guess what? When he's the only person of interest, you can't be under the assumption, okay? What if this was the chief's daughter? You really think he would have been, it would have been under the assumption that Brian was home? Or would have they had eyes on him? Or would have his ass been in a jail cell? Yeah, some for me, but none for thee. And that is just how the justice system is. If you're poor, not to go on a tangent here, but if you're poor in this country, zero chance. Uh, confusion grew further then when, on September 17th, authorities told Bertolino and the Laundries that they received a tip that Brian was in Tampa. So that explains the whole Tampa thing. Everybody was wondering what was going on. There was a bunch of rumors. He was going down there to meet with uh, Casey Anthony's lawyer, Baez. You know, the whole litany of crazy rumors. But really, according to the FBI, they had a tip that Brian was in Tampa. So, at least it, that clears up that part of the timeline. They wanted to meet us on Friday. I was shocked and said, that's good, you found him in Tampa. And they said, what do you mean? I thought he's at the house. Bertolino recalled. I said, no, I told you the other day he never came home. And that's how it played out. I mean, really? He continued, once we clarified exactly what happened, it was a series of just, I don't want to say miscommunication, but more, no communication. I just don't even understand. You know, 
the FBI drops the ball, NPPD drops the ball, and coming off of the investigation that I've been working on for the last three years, and watching the FBI literally for four decades drop the ball, it's very discouraging for me. I mean, is it too much to ask, as taxpayers, to have a functioning Department of Justice? God forbid! Josh Taylor, spokesperson for Northport Police Department, struck back in an email to Fox News. He says, Please keep in mind that NPPD was an assisting agency until Tuesday night, September 14th, he wrote. I'm confident that if that were true, the information would have been relayed. Taylor also noted that uh, NPPD was pressing hard for information from the family at the time. He goes on to say, No response was given in any form. Our door, to, our door to getting info, including Brian being partially missing, was wide open. I was in the room when it happened, Taylor continued. The FBI called and informed us that the family now believed he was missing Tuesday and we needed to head over to the home to begin a missing persons investigation. Remember, they later changed that story to Monday. So again, there's a plenty of shit sandwich to go around and take a bite out of here. The laundries. Well, look, as much as I have empathy for you that your kid's dead, guess what? You made this bed. You should have been helpful. And I don't... Oh, their lawyer said, guess what? Come on, really? When the jig was up, your kid's missing, you're really... Oh, well, I'm just going to remain... I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah, right. Get with your lawyer. A good lawyer would help you craft a statement. Not just tell you, ah, yeah, don't say anything. You craft a statement. But none of that happened. So there's plenty of this shit sandwich and they, sh- they all have to take a bite. Um, and as far as Josh Taylor goes, the spokesperson for the police department down there in Northport, I mean, wow, is this guy for real? Like the confrontational nature of every one of his interactions with the press or the media is just telling. Imagine being pulled over by that dude. Forget it. One of those real you-know-what types. Alright, folks. Well, that's going to do it for our update for today as far as where this case stands, the remains, and, you know, clarifying some stuff in the timeline. So, there you have it. That's our update for the day. And, uh, we'll see what what happens and what comes down the, the old, uh, expressway in the next couple of days because there will be more information it just depends on how much and as long as we got the three or four articles to discuss then we'll be here at least once talking about it until we get some resolution all right everybody if you'd like to contact me you can do that at bobby capucci at protonmail.com that's b-o-b-b-y-c-a-p-u-c-c-i at protonmail.com You can also find me at Twitter uh, at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The articles that we discussed will be in the description box. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.